Hey guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I know it's we put out our 2024 predictions and I think that was the last one. So hopefully hopefully everybody listened to it cuz it was a good one. It gave me a lot of hope for this year ahead. I think we touched on the portal that's happening on the 11th. I know we had talked about the 1231 portal. We'll talk a little bit about more for prep for 111 today and things you can do to get ready. But we're going to do first some pop culture, of course. Of course. Um, I think by now everybody has seen the tarot reader that was on Fox. I still like, laugh I just, about it because it was just so painful. It was like a it was like a train wreck or a car wreck that like, you can't look away from. It, that's yeah. how that's how it, I felt watching it. It was just no, it was a train wreck, and I just had so many questions watching it, especially as someone who's like a publicist. Like you would not believe sometimes like how difficult like producers are with like accepting pitches, right? And I'm like, I want to know what producer at Fox is like. You know what we should do we should have a tarot reader on to predict the election and also talk about Donald Trump. Like it's not matched up. Like that is such a mismatched like grouping of things. Like I, I literally, I just cannot imagine. I would love to have been a fly on the wall. I don't know if it was like someone they had originally scheduled canceled last minute and then they but then like how did you find a tarot reader of all the people to come and like yeah. fill that spot like you chose that and I love for anyone who didn't see it like I fully support tarot astrology oh, yeah. mediumship psychics you know or our readers in the mainstream like I, I love it but it was painful and the guy the anchor the news anchor with it was yeah. not on board he nope. you could tell he was not on board so the poor woman I kind of felt bad for her because like he was not making he was it was difficult and you could tell yeah. he was just thought the whole thing was a joke which made it just yeah. <laughs> even worse but it was it was it was rough it was yeah, I don't know I'm curious to see if what she says matches up with the results though or if there's like some method to the madness do you know what I mean because, like, yeah. everything she said wasn't, like, it's not like it was that out there. Like, it just was, like, the whole thing together was, like, not well done. Yeah. So. Well, the funniest part was just that first card for Trump. And it was, like, yeah. the five of, I don't know what it was, cups or something, where it's, like, a sad card and the head's down. And yeah. It's just, like, even if you knew nothing about tarot, that card was not a happy card. Like, it was just, like... Well, I also and regardless like, of what you want to happen, it was just a rough card. Like, <laughs> the clip I kept seeing was she pulls it and she's like, I see a loss. And then she's like, but it might not be a traditional loss. And I was like, oh, my God, this poor woman on Fox News. Yeah. Well, she literally says that, too. She's like, I realize I'm on Fox News, which is a very, very yeah. you know, yes. uh, swinging news whatever production thing yeah organization thank you that's what i was looking for and so she's like i realize i'm not fox but she's like well maybe it's just it was just sad. she stood by her cards she stood her ground uh, <laughs> yeah she did yeah she did well and then she said to him like she brought up some stuff about australia and some other stuff to him and he just 
the news anchor, he just skipped over it and asked the next question about like yeah. the United States or the earth or something. And I was like, you're not going to address anything she said. I'm like, this is yeah. the worst. This is, it was just the worst. Yeah. Well, let this be a lesson, I <sighs> guess. If anybody here gets asked to go on Fox, just don't do it. Cause they're not going to respond to your questions or at least Fox national local <sighs> news, different story. I always like to make the difference. National news. No bene. Mm-hmm. Um, also in pop culture. So this is once again from TikTok. And I know Cindy had not heard of this yet, but there's all these videos on TikTok talking about the shiny carrots. And Cindy and I have had like adjacent conversations to this before, but not as like hardcore as they are about it on TikTok. And basically the shiny carrots, it's supposed to be when you are like manifesting to the universe and you're like, I want this, 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 and this. And then the universe brings you something that maybe has everything like except one thing you're asking for, or, um, you know, it's not perfect compared to what you're asking for or whatever this looks like and how basically the universe brings you these, I'm doing air quotes right now. You guys can't see me. The universe brings you these shiny carrots to tempt you so that you'll, say no to them so then they can bring you something better and I was thinking to myself I was watching these and I was like I understand right we shouldn't say yes to things that are like not adequate for us or not in alignment with us or like where we're not valued like totally right 100% totally understand that but I also am like and it's funny because Cindy and I literally were having this conversation earlier today that we our brains like map out our lives right and have these plans and these whatevers and it's like you know these goals which is great and we need those things but also it's like we need room for the universe to work its magic and bring us things we're not expecting or opportunities or you know because ultimately we have a plan but the universe has like its own shebang going on so I'm like I don't know I just wanted to get your take on the shiny carrots okay well this is the first I'm hearing about the shiny carrots just to be (laughs) Just to be clear, um, I have so many thoughts. Um, first off, like we can't come with a better name than shiny carrots, but I, I guess, know, it's, I, know. I guess it's like, I get it. Like it's before you even start speaking, I'm like, I'm not, this is like a manifesting thing. Cause I was thinking of like the carrot, like you're chasing a carrot stick yes. or like this carrot on the end of a stick. Like I have a feeling that must be where it came from, you know, I don't know. Um, but the the other thing is is that I feel like what's meant for you can't miss you or won't pass you by. So yeah. I struggle a little bit with like the shiny carrot thing because I get it, but at the same time it's like if you chose that but it wasn't meant for you, then something would probably fall through anyways, and you get the thing you're meant for in mm-hmm. the first place. Or it's it I just I don't know I just feel like it's it's not you're you're gonna not what's meant for you is not going to pass you by. The other thing I feel like they're kind of saying is like the test, but in that scenario. The shiny carrot, you know, isn't right for you, but it's really close. And there's a difference between like you knowing deep down that you're settling essentially for this thing versus it almost sounds like you're describing like people choosing between two things or like, it's like the sliding doors scenario of like, well, what if you chose this path or what if you chose that path or what? And I just, again, what's meant for you won't miss you. It's destined for you. Um, I do believe that they're, if they're talking about more of like a settling, like don't settle, like I do think that is fair and true. And I could give like a million examples in my life where I've like almost done that or chosen that or 
have settled for the thing and then didn't love it anyway. So I ended up going for the thing I really wanted and was way happier in the long run. But again, like what's meant for you won't miss you. You'll get there. So yeah, I think it's also a way of people. Um, I think the energy behind is encouraging everyone to not settle, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, but the other piece of it is to your point, like don't, but I put this, it's always this or something better, which we've talked about. Yes. And I feel like that's a better mantra to kind of take on. It's like, it's this thing or something better. So it's like just as good as this shiny carrot or it's something even better and like being open totally. to it. Um, I don't, I would also say like, I don't want people to get so focused on like choosing the right or wrong thing with it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that could be potentially a um, trap door to fall through of like, well, what if it's not this or what if it's nothing better or whatever? And you have to just tune into your gut and it's like, do you want this thing or not? Or do you, if it's not right, then like there's something better out there for you. So, yeah. Well, that was kind of like my, um, not fear. Like it doesn't worry me necessarily, but, um, that was kind of my like fear when I started seeing this circulating everywhere. I was like, Oh my gosh, are people going to like overthink these like opportunities that they're given or that they have been manifesting and like, maybe this is it, or like, this is a step, you know, on that journey to like, getting exactly what they want um like so on and so forth um I'm not saying you should settle like I said that's definitely not what I'm saying um but you know when the universe brings you things sometimes it can be hard to distinguish between um sorry literally my dog just came directly up to me that is oops, sitting with me that I'm petting and he just literally burped in my face he has thoughts he's like don't settle but don't you know don't overthink the shiny carrot yeah um, don't overthink the shiny carrot well like I have an example when I was moving anyway. I was just looking I was just moving and looking for apartments and um there was one that I actually like basically applied for here in New York and like kind of wanted and it was it was like a nightmare from the minute that I started like I loved it it was so cute but like a nightmare it like the guy was a jerk. We kept missing each other. I, he wanted to talk to me, but it was never like, wasn't working on my schedule. Like was like questioning my finances. And I'm like, dude, I was like, this is like way. Yeah. And I was just like, finally I said, like he was willing to kind of move forward. If I did, if I jumped through hoops to do X, Y, and Z, which I could have done. And I was like, I had this huge ick and like just horrible feeling in my pit of my stomach. And I was like, I'm out. I'm like, I'm sorry. I said to my realtor, I'm like, I'm sorry for the work you've done. Cause it had been like a, like five days of back and forth, back yeah. and forth. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm out. I no longer want this apartment. There's something better out there for me because this has every, this checks every single solitary box, yeah. but it shouldn't be this hard. I've shown him everything he asked for. I've offered to get on the phone. I've done all, I'm jumping through hoops. I can't get there until like this other date. Cause he wanted me to come meet in person and do all that. And I was like, I can't, I don't live there. I can't get there to this date. You've already yeah. been. If that's not good enough, I was like, I'm not good. I'm not doing it. I was like, I'm out. And I think it was such a blessing in disguise. And I was like, it's not it. And maybe that was my shiny carrot in that moment. And I did. I was like, if this is meant to be, it'll be. And I like threw it out there and I tried. And finally I was like, I'm out. I was like, I'm done. I don't, I don't want it. I'm like, take back my, I'm like, don't send the application. I'm out. And then literally, I think it was like three days later, my apartment came on the market and I immediately applied and got in and this is where I'm living now. So, I mean, that's the thing where like, again, it, I technically said yes to this apartment. I was like, I'm in. I sent the emails. I sent all the financials. I did all the things. But then it turned into be a disaster. And I was yeah. like, never mind. Nope. I didn't sign anything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm nope. And so, I mean, that's where I always say what's meant for you will find you. Like that, I thought it was my apartment, but it definitely was not. It was yeah, like 
horrible. Like I was like, if it's this hard for me to give you money, like yeah. I can't imagine yeah. if I'm trying like, to get you to do something for hard. me. Yeah. I'm trying to write you a lot of a check money. for a lot of money. Like Dollars. I'm giving you money. Like <laughs> this shouldn't be this Yeah. Hard. You're like, was, if you want to take my money, there's something really wrong here. Exactly. So that like, was like a red flag. Wrong. So yeah. But I mean, that. I guess that's probably a shiny carrot. Right. And I took yeah. it, but then it wasn't meant for me. So it didn't work out. So that's why I just don't overthink the shiny carrots. That's our motto. Love it. Don't overthink the shiny carrots. Um, That's going to be in this episode, I feel like. Honestly, yes. Jenny Carrots, for sure. So the other thing, I think this last thing I want to talk about from social media, um, that's like, I guess, spiritually adjacent, it's wellness. So I feel like it counts. And I feel like if I'm thinking about it, other people are probably thinking about it. So originally in our notes doc that Cindy and I have, I wrote this down as hard 30 and I was wrong. It's called hard 75. So right right out of the gate, I am just giving misinformation left and right. So it's called 75 hard. And it's this thing that people do like on the new year when they want to change their life and, you know, be like healthy and skinny and whatever, as if those are like the only goals you should have. And Basically what it is, is you have to work out twice a day for an hour. You pick like a super strict diet to follow no alcohol, no cheat meals. Um, And if you skip a day, you have to start the entire thing over. And if you miss a task, quote unquote task, you have to start the entire thing over and you have to take a progress photo of your body every single day. And there's like more, like, I just think that those are like the worst it says to drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of nonfiction a day, no alcohol. You said that already. Um, yeah. The picture and complete. Yeah, they, you got it. That's everything. The diet plan. So, you know, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, people put so much pressure on the new year, right? And it's like, in reality, there's nothing special about the new year. The only reason that I feel like this year there's anything special about the new year is because of the 31 portal and the 111 portal that for me, or those are the things it's not that it's like January 1st. Um, but I just keep seeing this hard 75, 75, hard, hard 30, whatever it's actually called this content everywhere, because there's this big influencer doing it. Now all these people are doing it. And I just think it's so unattainable. And it's putting so much pressure on ourselves to like make this vast change overnight that like, in reality, changes take time. And it's not something that you can just like jump into, or at least I think at this large of a level. So I wanted to talk about some small alternatives to something like hard 75 that are nowhere close to hard 75. But like, if you are feeling this beautiful energy of like the portal from the 31st, or, you know, the 111 portal, or even just like, you know what, like, I feel good about this new year, I want to make some changes, like, what can I do? Like, don't feel like you have to do something totally crazy and out of left field. Like there are so many little things you can do where they add up and you will feel amazing. So that's what I want to say about this. Yeah. I just think that our culture is, I think this is fostering like compare and despair. It's like comparing yourself to not even other people, but just, did I hit this thing? Did I do this stuff? Um, 
it's also completely lacking intuition of any yep. sort. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. maybe you wake up and you do one thing for your body, but you intuitively tune in like, okay, body, what do you need today? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you block, block 15 minutes in the morning for maybe some days you feel like stretching. Maybe some days you feel like um, doing a little yoga. Maybe some days you feel like going for a run in those 15 minutes. Maybe some days your body tells you you just need to like lay horizontally and like listen to mm-hmm. music or something. I don't know. But like it's complete these like checklist things. I just feel like it's completely taking away your intuitiveness and not mm-hmm. allowing you to listen to your body, your mind, your heart, your soul. It's just mm-hmm. giving you. And yeah, there's some thing to be said for routine and structure. But for this year, one of the intentions I have is trying to like listen to my body more intuitively eat mm-hmm. instead of just making a meal plan for every single thing during the week. I've literally been to the people at the little farmer's market, like know me because I've been going like every day or every other day. Oh, I love that. Food based on like what I feel like for that day yeah. versus, I mean, granted, I have the ability to pop into like a cute little like farm shop or, any, or like those grocery stores, like yeah. literally two minutes away from me um, where it's got healthy, good options and some of it's pre-made. So I can just take it home and like throw it in the oven and heat it. So it's, I'm very lucky in that way, but you know, what if you just started intuitive eating practice for a week or two or 75 days and seeing how that does? Like, I just think that to me feels more aligned and also way more beneficial than having this huge, big, long checklist of every single day. And for anyone listening, even if you do want to do this challenge, or you're already in the middle of it. No judging. That's great. But can you add Absolutely. in something intuitive for yourself? Like what could you do in this moment that is intuitive or in this practice that brings in a little intuition? Because yeah. that's the key. Our body already knows what it needs. The problem is we just get in the way. Like the body is designed to heal, right? And be mm-hmm. the perfect weight and the perfect healing and not inflamed and all this other stuff. We just get in the way. We, we you know, so- um, another thing that I've started doing, um, is doing like a morning journaling and, um, mm-hmm. Barry from the memory circle, I attended one of her like group things last week and she encouraged us to do morning pages. I've already modified it. It's supposed to be three pages a day. I do like three paragraphs. That's what I do. Sometimes a paragraph is a page and sometimes great. it's like a part of it. Yeah. So it's, the, it's called the artist's way and it's uh, intuitive writing practice where I guess a lot of directors, writers, screenplay, actors do this. It's like a very creative thing. But um, in the morning before you even get out of bed, you're supposed to like write a few pages because the mind doesn't and the ego don't wake up as soon as like your soul does. Mm-hmm. So supposedly then it's like communicating with the soul. It's the same thing right before you go to sleep, right? You're That's when the veil is the thinnest and when you're almost in like this hip- hypnotic state. So you can journal or pull cards or write for yourself. And that's when you're connected supposedly most authentically to your higher self or your soul. So- and something like that. like that would be a lovely practice. In fact, this challenge 30 or 30 hard or whatever hard 30 hard since five doesn't have any <laughs> journaling. It doesn't have it. I mean, it has like a no. reading a book, but like there's no journaling. There's no like mental, like getting things out of your mind, emotional component to it. So it already feels like it's really lacking. But again, if you're that's already like, in it, just add in some of that stuff. Yeah, totally. And that's why when I started seeing it everywhere, I was almost like this feels like numbing out because you're mm-hmm. so busy on like think about it, it. Is. like yeah. if you work a full-time job yeah. also working out twice a day doing this crazy diet like 
I don't know, like all of these things, I was like, you literally will have no time to just sit with yourself or like do anything for yourself. So I was like, it kind of feels like numbing out because it's, I was like, I wonder if you were to think about not you, if you're doing it or me or you, Cindy, but like, just generally, if you were to think about why do I feel like I need to do this? Or why do I feel like I need to make this drastic of a change? Like, the answer is probably a lot simpler, a lot harder to work on long term, but a lot simpler than like filling your entire day with 75 hard. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't For know. Sure. It just there was something about it. I was like, oh, this feels kind of weird. And like, I don't, I don't know why, but I do think a big piece of it is like the lack of intuition. It's taking any type of self-choice or intuition out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know when I, in December, I like beginning of December, um, I knew I'm, and I've talked about this before, I'm sure I'm like huge on Pilates. I do a ton of Pilates. I have a reformer at home. Um, and I was not, I was using it like a couple times a week, but not as much as I like wanted to use it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I just really want to get in a half hour of movement a day. It doesn't have to be hardcore. It can be stretching. It can be, um, I walk almost every day. So like, I don't typically count walking, but like some days it is just walking. Um, and I like have not felt awesome lately. So I like have definitely not gotten my 30 minutes of movement in every day that I should be, but I like also don't feel bad about it, but it's like a much more attainable goal than like doing 75 hard um and like last week I was in like such a funk such an anxious funk and I was like okay like this is my own thing like what can I do to like get out of this and I like have like a little like altar near my bed so I like took everything off of it and I like dusted it and like put it back and like put some words of like intention and stuff like that and like it can even just be like little one-off things like that, where it just makes you happier and feel more at peace, you know, day to day. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. That came through my last session right before I had done this with you, which was um, if you're like missing a loved one or you're wanting to feel just more connected to yourself or a departed loved one, the message I've all been saying is you got to raise your vibration that you they're around you. Mm -hmm. But if you can't feel it, quote unquote, I'm doing your quotes now. If you can't Mm -hmm. feel it or feel (laughs) them, it's because your vibration is too low. It's not because they're not around you. So easy ways are to raise your vibration are put on a song, dance around your apartment, um, play a sound bowl. If you have it or playing a little bell, if you have it, um, even just a moment of like lighting a candle and like, cleaning out your clearing, Mm -hmm. cleansing out your space with sage or incense or something like that. Just something simple, quick, takes two minutes, anything like that, especially music and dancing, the two biggest ones, just quickly raise your vibration. Or if you're in the car, like singing at the top of your lungs, you know, just silly stuff. But that's an easy way to like raise your vibration and is an easy way to like shift your energy out of a funk. Um, It's hard, but pretty much everyone has Spotify or Apple music or like yeah. something that they can like hit play or find a song or whatever. So that's usually the quickest way to adjust, but it's also okay to like sit with that for a little bit. Totally. And sometimes it's just the planets. Like sometimes like Mercury yes. was doing, it's like weird because we're in the shadow. So we're over Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. that ended like, I think a week ago, literally today, Yeah, but, or maybe tomorrow, whatever, but it's in its shadow period for two weeks. So it goes through, I think to next week. Don't call me on that. I think it's next week. Anyways, because yeah. that's two weeks. Um, so it still feels a little like meh. It's not totally actually, I think it's this week. I'm sorry. I think it's I think it's about a week after. Um, it's not totally 
like done doing its weird stuff so yeah you would have laughed at me last week because I was like I don't know why I just had like the most anxious level 10 week that I have not had in a long time and I literally was like I had just seen you I was like Sydney told me it's gonna be a great year I had just listened to my numerology with Lauren O'Connell the modern astrologer same thing of course what you two say matches up exactly it's going to be a great year. Nothing to worry about. And what am I doing? I'm like, I'm like a freaking chicken with my head cut off. I literally was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) Now I feel, I feel better now though, but it just was like one of those funny things where I'm like, everybody's telling me it's going to be fine. (laughs) I have nothing to be anxious over. (laughs) It's so funny you say it because I have literally been saying that a lot to myself lately too, just about some things in my life and literally like every I'm having like anxiety about stuff. And so, but every time I pull cards, it's like the best possible cards. Every time I ask for a sign, like the craziest signs, like the hot air balloon came through yesterday when I was like journaling about, or maybe it was, no, I think it was yesterday when I was journaling about stuff for like doing things in New York and getting out there and being in a big city and blah, blah, blah. And I immediately saw hot air balloons on Instagram, which is like my huge sign. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, that's insane. Like that's like my big sign of like, go forward. Right. And, but it's just, so all the signs are pointing to, it's going to be fine. Like literally nonstop. I've never get received this many signs in my life. And yet I'm still having like crazy high anxiety. And I'm just yeah. like, you're literally losing it. I'm like, I'm losing it. There like, must be it. something like there must be something because the fact yeah. that we both feel that way. Yeah. Like, what is that? It's feeling a little better. I will say like this week has felt better. I felt a lot yeah. more in flow. Um, like two, two, almost three things happened where I just like, was like, fuck it and reached out and then like they responded yeah. right back immediately and I was like okay great like it's so it's feeling a little bit like it's moving forward again most planets are going to be direct by the end of the week um so okay. that's a good thing too is the energy is going to be very forward moving so yeah just good. not alone if you've been feeling this way so no not alone it's it started to lift for me thankfully on um Saturday and I by today I was like okay I feel more like myself yeah. um Anyway, if you have any thoughts on Hard 75, I would be very curious to hear them. So as always, feel free to DM us. And now that we're talking about signs, I know we wanted to do a little like refresher on signs because the veil is so thin right now. Yes. So just one, well, I shared the one about the hot air balloons a little bit a moment ago, yeah. but just a reminder that don't forget to ask for signs. So like, remember mm-hmm. to ask your loved ones. If you haven't, if you're like, I'm not getting any signs lately. Well, I would say, have you asked? Like, have you asked for a sign? Have you asked for a synchronicity, something to come through? And the other thing is remembering to raise your vibration because they're typically mm-hmm. always sending them to us. But if our vibration is pretty low, then we can't see it. We won't see it. So just remembering like, take over energy, like go for a walk, play some music, sing, dance, whatever. Uh, and the other thing is to remember that it can come in unexpected ways. So like my mm-hmm. sign, for example, my big, big sign that I only see like once or twice a year is a hot air balloon. And sometimes like this was a picture of a hot air balloon on a plate. And I kid you not, I opened up Instagram. It was the first picture on there after I had written this thing. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So sometimes it's not necessarily an actual hot air balloon in the sky, right? It could be like a picture of it. So I like to remind people, like, if your sign is like a cardinal, right? It might not be that a cardinal is outside your window, but you might get in the car and then in front of you is a license plate with like a big cardinal on it or something, right? Or they have a sticker, bumper sticker or something with like cardinals or I don't know. I'm running out of examples of that, but it might not be. I had another client recently who 
was um, meditating on something and she asked for a sign and she picked one. She was like, show me if this is going to happen. Show me. She's trying to get pregnant. I don't think I'm not going to use her name. So I'll just say she's trying to get pregnant. And she was like, if this is going to happen or if I'm, on, if I'm on the right path for this, show me an orange is what she asked for, like a physical oh. orange, right? So this was on like a Saturday or Sunday. She went into work on Monday morning. There were two orange clementines on her desk that her um, neighbor or her like coworker had left for her over the weekend and they were sitting there two of them how crazy is that so like again sometimes it's not necessarily like an immediate thing like she asked this over the weekend monday first thing that was the first thing she saw like two of them too so again sometimes it's not always immediate immediate but usually it's in a big way like she could and there were two of them not just one but two so it's just it's just wanted to send a quick reminder of don't be afraid to ask for them. You can pick one if you want, or if it's one you already have, that's great. And then just be open. It might be a physical thing. It might be a picture of a thing. Um, but this is a great time to start asking for that, especially going into the energy for Thursday for the January 11th new moon energy portal, like vibe. So, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I went on Friday. I went to a spa with my mom, and my locker number was 111, which I loved. Stop it. And then there were like a bunch of things in a row. Um, and then DJ and I, um, it must have been yesterday. Um, it was the funniest thing, and I like meant to take a photo of it, and I don't think I did. We were past, we were going somewhere, and we were passing this church sign, and I was starting a really, really big client engagement. Today was our kickoff, and literally the church sign was like, try new things, and beauty will come, or something, and I was like, what? Like, excuse me, but like literally it was like exactly like what I had been thinking and I was like oh my god um so yeah it just was like one thing after another like that or like after I set, like cleaned and set up my altar and meditated on Saturday when I opened my eyes and like touched my phone it was 444 it's like little things like that where you're like mm-hmm. oh and then you're like no no like this is a thing you know mm-hmm. so. for sure Anyway, um, all right, before we move on to and go back to a couple of like just the fun things like the Golden Globes, I want to talk about 111. So I know you have an event on Thursday night, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yep. It's a group channeling. So I don't read for everyone who attends. I select at random, I'm usually about t- 10 to 12 people, which is pretty decent. Um, to That's read good. for them and also channel like collective messages, usually with about like 30 to 40 people. So it's like 30% get a, re- you know, and there's always parallel messages that come through, but they're my favorite because even if you don't get a reading personally, just being in witness of like the cool messages that come through for other people mm-hmm. is enough to kind of shift your perspective and also shift your energy. And then, um, we're going to set some intentions at the end for the new year, the, not the astrological new year, but this new year. Um, and most, if not all planets are direct at that time. So it's basically like the universe is like, and I think of it as like this huge, like sounding board or listening board right now. It's like all the planets are like hearing all your thoughts, your dreams, your wishes and your fears. And like, you want to amplify the wishes and dreams, not the fears and anxieties. So that's a day to actually sit and do that. Um, 
Also a great day for journaling. If you don't have time to attend the event, it's recorded if you can't make it live, but it's a great day for just journaling, setting some intentions for yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. Great day to clear out the energy in your home, like smudging, opening a door, using sage or incense or a candle and asking that anything that doesn't belong to you or isn't in your highest and best good to leave and then inviting in whatever emotions, feelings, things that you're calling in for the year. Um, If you have an Oracle tarot deck, you can shuffle and activate like what's the most important message for me for the year ahead or at this time, and then count down from the top, the 11th card when you're done shuffling and read that Mm -hmm. card. That's your message for like that energy portal day. Yeah. So you can just shuffle and count and then whatever from the top, whenever you're done shuffling or splitting, I want to do then count down 11 cards, flip it over. And that's your message for the portal. Um, and it can be anything. You can use tarot. You can literally any, any, if you have a gratitude deck, literally any deck of cards that you want to use. Um, that's a fun little practice for yourself for that day. Um, Love that. The other thing that I've been doing lately with clients is activating a candle. So if you have like a, could be a taper candle or a like column candle, I wouldn't use a tea light, but you could, if that's all you have. Yeah. And either putting a uh, post underneath or a note underneath, or if it's big enough that you could actually wrap a message around it um, of the intentions that you have or a specific intentions. Maybe it's a new job or a partner or a home that you're manifesting. And every day, light the candle, kind of think about it, call it in, and then blow out the candle. And by the time you burn through it, then you're theoretically your thing will have arrived. So love that. That's another practice. Yeah. Again, that's why I wouldn't necessarily use a tea light because it can burn out pretty yeah. fast. But if that's all you have, that's fine. And sometimes I leave mine burning for like an hour in the morning. Sometimes I'm like rushing out the door. I only light it for like a few minutes and then blow it out yeah. and just move on. But and it doesn't have to be in the morning. It can be any time throughout the day. Um, but then theoretically, when it's burned through, it's like your wish has been granted, essentially. Oh, that's sweet. I like that practice. So just some cute little practices that you, you can obviously always because it's a new moon, you can put your crystals out on the your window ledge. I know it's a new moon, so there technically isn't any light, but it's still a great time just to like clear and cleanse. Um, I think those are all the big things. You know, rearrange your altars or cleanse yeah. out your clear out your altar, set a vision board or visioning thing for the year ahead, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. So just some thoughts. I like it. Yeah. Um yeah, and if you're like into new moons and full moons and like don't exactly know where to start, I just got one. Um, Lauren O'Connell, modern astrologer, has like a new moon, full moon workbook that I think you can find on her Instagram that's like very simple to follow and like breaks everything down um in really I feel like easy to understand, like digestible bits, which can always be helpful with astrology. We should put that. Um, in, like, we put that in the show notes. I feel like it would be good. Yeah, it's a super. It's like thirty five bucks or forty bucks. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know how much it, it was, is. Or maybe yeah. it's plus shipping, but um, it's a yeah. great resource it, for the whole it's year. It's a good tool. Totally. Yeah, and it gets you through the whole year, which is really nice. Um. Yep. Last but definitely not least, because I know we've talked about it before. We just have to, and it's funny because I didn't even watch the Golden Globes, and I know that it happened. But Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Why do I love it so much? Why? The only thing that that could have been just as good for me is if Travis Kelsey went with Taylor Swift. The only thing. I was like, I really wish that Travis had been there with her. And then I would have been like the two, like the PDA, like 
like yeah I don't know battle on the floor of the Emmy like the sh- yeah or the Golden Globes sorry the Golden Globes like it would have been oh so good it would been great it would have been so good to see the two of them like back and forth oh my god um That's they were super sweet though like Kelsey well, it's always going to fall on football games. So, oh, no, not necessarily that. next year because it's always in jan- January on a Sunday. So, like, it's not, it's always going to be during football season. That's Unless dumb. they, right? I mean, isn't it always in January? Yeah. I mean, it's always in January. So, like, it's always going mean, to be in football season. I so, literally, like, know. I should know more about football than I do, but I, I do not know anything about football. But that does make sense. That sounds very correct. But yeah, love, loved Kylie and Timothy together. So cute. Yeah. They were super cute. Um, I loved all the fashion. Thought it was great. I did too. Thought everyone was like, I thought everyone was like very well dressed. Like there really wasn't yes. much that I like didn't like, which was it was shocking. a good fashion award show, which I feel like I have not said in a really long time. Yeah, I thought it was great. And then the only thing that was a little cringe was when the host guy, I forget his mm-hmm. name, um, Joe Coy. Yeah, made a weird thing about Taylor. And I was like, could yeah. you not? Like, yeah. No, it was stupid. He made the comment. He made the joke about the only difference between, because it was, again, it was a big NFL night. There were two big games. One yeah. of them was a wild card, yada, yada, yada. So he was like, the only difference between us and the NFL is we don't show Taylor as much on the screen. And then they cut to Taylor drinking a drink. And obviously, I don't think she knew it was going to happen. It was just like cringe. Like, yeah. I'm sure someone else wrote that for him, but it was like, come on, dude. Like, yeah, he. I'm sure he had final cut though, and like he should have known, because now it's the only thing anybody's talking about from his entire thing. So like, whoever oh, really? wrote that kind of screwed him. Yeah, it's literally it's the only mm. thing that I've seen about the entire Golden Globes and as and about him as the host is literally that comment about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh my god, that wasn't was even in his monologue. Taste. It was. Yeah. It was like it was poor taste, but it was um. It was actually like halfway through the show. Like it wasn't even part of his yeah. opening monologue. It was just like a random, like, you know, when they come back from commercial, he yeah. then said it and then they went to like the next presenters or whatever. It wasn't even part of his opening monologue. So Yeah, yeah. I'll have to send you um if I can find it again. There's this big um started out as like a gay rights activism account that now does like a ton of different activism, but basically did this like whole post on it and about how like the golden globes which is probably true i feel like i never watched them but like knowing a word shows i could see it being true has a history of like making fun of successful women and how like joe coy's joke was like yeah was like in that Whoa. category which like it is i mean it is i mean true, it, like, it was you know yeah um but yeah i'll have to find it and send it to you and if anybody has seen it i think you'll know like exactly what i'm talking about um because i saw it like all over instagram today so yeah yeah one of the things i did think was kind of funny was he was doing an open monologue and he was talking about you know they bring up all the movies in a funny way yeah i think this is how he did it not the other way around but either way it's funny so he was talking about saltburn which is about a wealthy i'm not giving no spoilers here but it's about a wealthy what it looks like it maybe is gonna scare me is it scary what no, 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 no. Saltburn? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Have you seen Cruel Intentions? The movie, nope. like from the nine, early 2000s, late 90s? I don't think so. Okay. We need to have like a watch party and we need to watch both <laughs> Next time movies. we're together. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be able to wait that long because they're both so good. But Cruel <laughs> Intentions, it reminds me of Cruel Intentions. I said that Saltburn reminds me of Cruel Intentions. 
slash like Great Gatsby-esque a little bit. Okay. Like with the way it, just the way it ends, like it's a drama tragedy. And then um, what was the other one I said? It reminded me of, shoot, I forgot. But the biggest ones are like Cruel Intentions and like Gatsby era. Okay. Okay. But anyways, I'm not, no spoilers here for Saltburn people. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. That and Good Grief are like my two, they were both phenomenal movies. Okay. Love them both. Um, Good Grief is the Dan Levy um, thing, which we could do a whole episode yeah. on that, which I'm not going to bore them, but it was such a good movie and I need everyone to go watch. Maybe watch Good Grief first. It's a really, it's sad, but it's like so good. So good. Um, anyways, Saltburn. So the guy was making fun of Saltburn and it's, spoiler alert, it's about like a rich white family with like a countryside estate in I think England, English. Yeah, it's definitely the English countryside, whatever. And he was laughing. He was like, yeah, he's like this movie. It's basically all about, you know, the rich white family trying to control everybody. He goes, oh, no, wait, that's the crown. And he like said, right into the crown. <laughs> that's like, actually God, really I'm funny. Not doing it justice. But it was really funny because he was talking about Saltburn. He's like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Sorry. Those are my notes for the crown. <laughs> like the witch, rich white family trying Applies to control everything. To I was it like, all. oh, my God. I know he was dying. It was so funny. It was pretty funny. That part I thought was funny, but the rest of his speech was a little cringe, and the Taylor thing was cringe. So you know, whatever. I don't really know him, so it's fine. No, but wait, sidebar. Him. One last thing before we stop talking about the Golden Globes was the yeah. suits cast. Yeah, which just reunited. like made my little heart so happy, and I just I'm obsessed with suits and I, I liked it from the beginning. Like I watched the first three seasons, like as they yeah. were like, whatever. And then I kind of fell off it a little bit, but, um, cause I was like moving and it wasn't on. And this is before there was like net all the streaming services and all that. Yeah. I'm aging myself a little bit, but anyways, they came on and it was so cute. And they talk about like delayed Aww. gratification. They're like, yeah, they're like, it, I don't want to ruin it for everybody. If you haven't, if you're playing, watching the golden glows back, but they were joking about how, you know, sometimes it sucks waiting for something good to be recognized and, yeah. and like waiting to get your like moment to shine and they were laughing yes. it's been like and now it's like yeah so popular so it was just it was cute it was really really cute so this is a great show it's so good like I watch it I've already watched the whole thing back like already I've been like yeah. this winter and I'm re-watching again because I'm like it's great to put on when I'm like working out and just like I need something that's like kind of fun but not stressful yeah. Like, I mean, I love, I love Meghan Markle. So like, I also like seeing her on screen yeah. and it's just, I don't know. It's like good. The characters are good. The stories are good. They're short enough episodes that like, I'm not bored. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. So. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a good, like calming, um, mindless show without being. Yeah. Stressful. Yeah. Cause like, I love the housewives, but man, when they're fighting and yelling at each other, yes. I'm like, Ugh. my energy is just like, Oh God. Oh my I'm God. Really like this you know or like yeah. I'm like oh now I'm in a bad mood if I work out in the morning and want to watch something yeah if I put on that I'm like oh now I'm in like a funk for the rest of the day so like I have to be careful what I yeah. watch because no it's hard they're the always housewives. yelling at each other I do get that especially with like this season of Beverly Hills and DJ and I just started watching it's like the one real housewives my husband watches with me and actually enjoys is Salt Lake City and it is oh. have you seen that yet no, I. They're no, fucking nuts. Those women are crazy. Um, but people are saying the finale of this season of that Housewives is like the best episode ever of a Housewives show. I was like, really? 
I'm curious. I don't know. I'm like three or four episodes in. We'll see how it is. Um, And I also felt that a little bit watching. And it was a fabulous show. Like, don't get me wrong. But we watched The Bear. (gasps) I love The Bear. They won a lot. I was so happy. Also, like, stressed me out a little bit. Just because his constant, like, flippant. Yes. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was so good. No, I thought it was great. It just, like stressed me out a little bit so anyway um it's so good well I'm super excited because next week we have an animal communicator coming on which I know people have been asking about for a while and I think that will be a great episode Katie Wilkes right is that how you pronounce her last name yeah um she is so knowledgeable and I just think it's it's such an interesting topic I mean Scout literally is laying like right next to me passed out and like what's he thinking about Mm -hmm. so yeah it was cool to chat with her all the things about the pets and the animals I meant to tell her I like literally sometimes I look at Scout and I close my eyes and I'm like tell me what you're thinking tell me what you're thinking because I just know he's like thinking something he's trying to tell me but I have no idea what it is so maybe someday we'll get there you're supposed to get him the buttons he has those effing buttons he doesn't use them well I had to take them away because he got did I tell you this I think you did that's why I'm just saying don't say that he doesn't communicate with you because <laughs> you got the buttons and you tried them and then you took them away so so backstory backstory to this cindy had told me in a session to get scout buttons so i recorded buttons to train him how to use the buttons and so it was like outside for this exact, for this exact play reason. okay and like treats because i was like okay i want to do like really high reward ones so he hit the buttons and then he gets that reward well it backfired on me baby because he every single button play 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 treat 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 outside outside outside. I was like oh my god it's it's constant so I had to I actually think I recently like threw them away because I was like those are never going back out (laughs) maybe I'll get new ones though and I'll record other things oh my god I don't even know what to put on them though oh my god have you not seen the? I've seen the ones where it's like literally like a whole like it's so long but they have like mom, dad, you yeah. could do like Wrigley, you could do grandma, okay. grandma. you could do, I could try that. you know, obviously I don't want to say it too loud because he's saying it, but walk, you could do, yeah, uh, yeah, you could do play tree, but you could also do ones like bed, you know, and it's like, okay, that's um, a good idea. Like they have them where it's actually putting sentences together, like scout, yes. walk, mom, you know, your mom walks yeah. out. Like you can make him actually like not just like play. Walk. Anyways, I'm not a I'm not an expert, obviously, but I do somehow. I watch no, all of these a, on like Instagram idea, and like think, it's just fun. Oh, I do. Too. I'm like obsessed, and I want a dog so bad that we'll be able to like do those things and like literally have yeah. a whole, you know. And if you have different types okay. of treats, you could do like peanut butter treat. You could do like bacon treat. You know, chicken. Like you can make yeah, them like that's a good idea. He'd be like pretty not bacon chicken peanut butter bacon chicken peanut butter. <laughs> But no, I like the idea of like mom. And it could be like bed. play ball, play yeah, toy, that's a good idea. play frisbee. Like, I don't know. I'm naming random yeah. toys, but you can make it that's like where idea. he has to think more, you know? And like, yeah, I like that. Actually, I'll yeah. try it. I, yeah. I do have, I think actually I have a second box of them like stuffed under my cabinet. So maybe this is meant to be. Yeah, you should like, do you know like mom, just, like, dad. That's a good idea. You and you're just like cleaning things out. 
and you just are like, like I had this junk drawer of all junk drawers that these buttons were stuffed in. I was like, anything I'm not using, I'm throwing out. I threw so much shit out of that drawer. And I think the buttons were a casualty. Oh my God, there were casualties that that happens all the time with me. And then I literally am like, ah, damn it, I needed that. Like, I'm like, where did it go? And I'm like, I must have tossed it. That happens to me all the time. I just went through like part of my closet. I barely made a dent and I have two full trash bags Mm -hmm. of stuff. And I'm like, what, Mm -hmm. what is happening? Like I just moved and I purged a bunch of stuff. I don't know where it comes from. I think I keep buying shit. (laughs) But also stuff just just like shit. Yeah, it just just happens. happens. It truly does. Anyway. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. We will be back next week with a guest, and I think we'll have guests for the next two to three weeks. That'll be really exciting. We have Cassie Delora um, coming back on, and she has manifested a whole ton of stuff since we had her on last year. So we're going to talk about her incredible life. Um, We have somebody coming on to talk about, I'm not going to say this right at all, Ayurveda, which I've always Mm -hmm. been curious about. Um, and obviously Katie, who is an animal communicator, that'll be out next week. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy hearing us chat and you enjoy all of our guests, please, please leave us a review on iTunes because it helps us reach more people and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye guys.